discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. And it's not every feeling we follow. It's not every feeling we act on. How many of you feel like doing something that is not right, that you don't, you, you don't do? Sometimes your lecturer will be talking to you, and he's, he's like, he has failed you, and he's still talking. You, do what you, do. you feel like slapping him. I mean, you may feel like slapping him, but you know that the slap comes with your degree. One slap, one degree is gone. So you may feel like slapping, but then you are like, yes, sir. Yeah. Am I lying? Wisdom must prevail. You must not allow your feelings to prevail. Is it true? Sometimes you are driving and a driver will cross you. You want to park and slap him or put a knife through his thigh. You want to use your car to hit him. You want to scratch his car. Has it happened to you before? It's a feeling. Is it a feeling that you get? It's a feeling. But... That can lead to jail. That can lead to police. And Ghana police can be very interesting. They will let you know that Abayin's account, the government has caught you. Yes, you, you know. So even though you are having this kind of feeling, you don't act on it. So when it comes to sexual feelings too, it's a feeling that everybody has. Everybody has that. Every, look at your neighbor and say, how are you? You fine? You Okay. Yeah, I mean, everybody. Don't apoponize yourself. Pasali, say what you said. Say what you just said. Don't apoponize yourself. You know apapon? Apapon is a male goat. A male goat is always, I mean, he's all, everywhere. Everywhere. Always ready. Always on it. Always on it. Never, I mean, all the time. All the time. Don't become a goat. You can be a gentleman. You can be a young man. Who is not in a relationship and you're having sex all over the place? Oh. I mean, know that when you marry, your marriage will mean nothing. You're signing the register, saying a vow, it's all nonsense. And the one you are marrying knows it's nonsense. You know it's nonsense. You are just lying to yourselves in front of God. God knows it's nonsense. The devil knows it's nonsense. You know it's nonsense. The lady you are marrying knows it's nonsense. All of you know it's nonsense. Everybody knows. What are we talking about? Where is faithfulness? Do you understand? Where is faithfulness? Where is trust? Where is faithfulness? Where is trust? Can someone trust you with some things? Yes. So, try. The feelings here, they are there. How many of you have feelings? Look around you. Keep your hand up. Look around you. There's no exception. If my wife stands up, even my wife has feelings. 
That is why, that is why we are married. That's why she's married. She has feelings. Everybody has like, Everybody has feelings. Yes. And amazingly, listen. Amazingly, sexual feelings are feelings that you cannot control. They are feelings that must be directed. Do you understand? You cannot, you cannot suppress it. You can't say... No, you, can, you direct it. You direct it. Yes, you direct it into serving God. You direct it into doing something else. Yes. Because if you try to blow it, if you say, I'm having too much sexual feelings, I want to castrate myself, that's going to be, going to be another thing. You can't castrate yourself. How are, you going to castrate? How are you going to have children? How are you going to do all of those things? You can't castrate yourself. Do you see? Yeah. You wake up in the morning as a young man. There are certain seasons in your life as a, as a guy that you wake up every morning, your penis is up. Every morning. It's not demonic. No, no, it's not demonic. It's, it's a feeling. It's something. It's things that are working in your system. It's to show you that you are a man. You are, you are correct. Things are on things. Hot blood. You are, you are, you are not demon possessed at all. Hello? You realize that ah, for the last one, one week, when you're walking through town, then the thing is just coming up. Like, you have to pocket and hold it and just be moving. In town. How many guys have held it in town before? Hey! Deliver us, Lord. You can pray till you die, you will not be delivered. It won't change. I know some. You hold the bag like this, just so that you can cover the thing as you're moving through town. Because as you are sitting in the, in the church and the church is moving, it's moving like that. Yeah. You realize that? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yes, no respect of person and place. It has a mind of its own. Yeah. Hallelujah. One day, I had been away from my wife for some time. When I came back, I said, hey, something needs to happen this evening. Because I've not been fine for the last one week. She said, it's fine. Don't worry. We'll settle ourselves. Don't worry. Yeah. Because, Charlie, it is real. I mean, you can There are some weeks, your mind is not on any of those things. You are so focused. You are so spiritual. You are very, you are think, thinking about your, your books. I mean, you are very serious. You are moving around. When you see a lady, my friend, my friend, move away. I mean, you are just, but then there are certain weeks too. You are reading the book, actually reading the book, and Jesus said, You can't. Is it true? Is, that, is it true what I'm saying? Am I saying what you experience? It is normal. Yes. Ask the closest guy, is it true? <laughs> yeah. The same thing. Same thing. And the ladies. Hello, ladies. Hi. There's a time in the month when you are ovulating. When you feel like mm, you realize that you need someone to hold you. What I'm saying here, listen, if you don't understand what I'm saying, those, those, someone, a 14 year old just gave birth not long ago, just about a week ago. You know, I'm sure she didn't understand what I'm saying. That it is normal. 
to have some of those feelings come to you. But you don't act on those feelings. The fact that it is there does not mean you act on it. They are there, but we don't act on them. The Bible says do not awaken love before it's time. There's a time when love must be awakened. It is not time for this to be awakened. So you redirect it. Let's read. I mean, when we're younger, and we're talking about abstinence. You know, they used to talk about abstinence a lot, but now it's like condom use is now higher. Um, but that is not, that is not, you see, what God says, abstain. The world says condom use. Even the condom, they don't like it. Even the condom, they don't, because condom, wearing condom is like wearing uh, shoes and bathing with the shoes. <laughs> I mean, it's not nice. So, yes. I mean, he's a husband, he says it's not, it's not nice at all. They'll tell you that hey. it's like eating banana with the peel on it. Yes, we can. It's a message. Bass. It's a banana message. I tell you. <laughs> yeah. Look at this. Hello. I charge you, Songs of Songs 8-4, I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, that you stand not up, nor awake my love until he, ple- until he please. Do you see? He says, don't, don't, stand, don't awake my love until the Lord, until his time. Hallelujah. Yeah, so the, fi- the feelings there, they are there. But it doesn't mean that you should act on. If, listen, this is what happens to you when you, uh, as, a, as a single in preparation, okay, who doesn't take care of his body or doesn't learn how to handle his, himself. When you get married, marriage does not change anything. You may end up contracting HIV that will kill you and kill your family. Yes. You end your, your, your life and end everybody around you. Or you may become a, a disgrace, okay, to your children, to yourself and to your, your wife, and to your family. You may have money, but then it's like you can't control yourself sexually. Even a small girl can do some things around you. There's no dignity. Your dignity has a certain type of, it has a problem. I don't know if you get it. Yeah. Uh-huh. You, you, clearly, you have a problem. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you don't learn how to control yourself now, you may struggle in the future. When you expose yourself to some things, you, you have... I mean, those who have, not, have never watched porn, they don't know what it is. They don't understand what, what you're talking about. Yeah, but, I mean, they don't, they don't have a problem. When people are saying, I'm struggling, I'm doing this. They are like, ah, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You can't really. Those who, are, those who have never had a drink, they've never had, they've never boozed before. I mean, when you talk about alcohol, I mean, the first time I took Guinness, I was like, hey, these people are doing well, pal. <laughs> I mean, people are drinking Guinness and laughing. <laughs> I mean, how can you get to that point where you're drinking and you're laughing? You love it. Hey, you are killing your liver for it, doing all kinds of things. Do you see what I'm talking about? You've not learned to handle your, your body. It's not just sexually. It goes into alcohol, smoking. And all these things take money. They make you poor with time. Because women are expensive. You have to be sending money every now and then. If you have three of them, some 500 can, must go here. 500 must go here. Another 500. Christmas is coming. Waboka. <laughs> Valentine is coming. Waboka. Birthdays. Waboka. Farmers Day. Farmers Day. <laughs> People are collecting Farmers Day now. I tell you, it's not easy. Independence Day. What All the days. You next time very soon you go and you go and tell Ekufadu to stop giving holidays, or else you are going to be in trouble. 
It's expensive. <laughs> Very expensive. Alcohol is expensive. Amazingly, when you're drinking it alone, it's not nice. So you need to get friends to drink with you. Yes. Keeps taking siphoning money from you. A lot of people have drunk their, their, their homes away. I mean, we have fathers who have, ne- who have not built anything. I don't know if you know it. They've not built anything. Yes. Because of many things, many, many reasons. Betting, there are some who are into betting, some who are into okay. I mean, you need to, yes, you are, you are, you are seeing age. Listen, my hometown, where my mother comes from, is the hometown where all gambling in Ghana comes from. All the Obri, whatever, Loto, Asari, original people, they are all my, my uncles and all those. That's, that's, that's where I come from. Yeah. I've done lottery before. I've done, I've organized some, like, we do the calculation, midnight, and we are doing calculation and doing things. Yeah, that was what, that was what we knew. Yeah. When I'm going to school, you get your money and then you go to school. When you finish, you come back. My big brother is, that is there, my uncles are, all of them, that's what they do. And I can tell you it has made them poor. Over the years, I can tell you for a fact. It's either you go for uh, uh, money, uh, rituals, to sustain it and make sure you're winning your, having your wins, okay? Or you do it with your fiscal eye and lose. Yes, so they, some of them die strangely, all kinds of things. And you, are get, you, are, you want to get into it. You'll be surprised. I've seen houses. There was a time I knew, I knew about some houses that belonged to some people in my family. That they, they, it doesn't belong to them anymore because they've had to sell in order to pay wins. People have won, so they need to pay. Yes. They need to pay. Recently, one of my uncles said, I'm not doing this thing anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. I can't do it anymore. I, I want to live a normal life. Yes. He almost lost the house where he's living. I mean, he almost lost it. Yes. And his children and wife would, be, would have been on the streets. It will make you poor. If you don't learn to handle yourself along, handle your body. It's in tight, uh, first, first Thessalonians chapter 4. Look at it. First Thessalonians chapter 4. Let's read from verse 1. The Bible says it, and you have to try to allow the word of God to have deep roots in you. You are a girl, you have, you, you have experience with so many boys. Why? You know different penis sizes. Don't pretend as though what I'm saying is not true. Different penis sizes. And you have the memory of how each of them feels. So you, you are now you are married. Your husband is having sex with you. And your memory is worrying you. It's like he's not rolling me like I'm supposed to be rolled. You can't make a choice because you are wondering whether you get what you want. You can't make a choice because you are wondering. You need to you need test drive. Can we test to see if we test? Mm, it's, not, it's not what I want. I want this other one. Let's test. And then you, are, you have become a whore. You have become a whore. You don't miss what you don't know. You don't miss what you don't know. If you don't know it, you don't miss it. What you know, you miss. Let me show you a scripture in Ruth. Concerning ladies who need, who need to, ha- how you to get a husband as a lady. Ruth chapter 3, verse what? Yeah, I should not see. From verse 8. Now, this is about Ruth. Okay? Ruth is looking for a husband. She needs a husband. She's lost her first husband. She needs a husband. And this is the story concerning her life and how she got a husband. 
you need to, you need to read it as a lady. It will teach you a lot of things. And this is one of the things you really need to see. And it came to pass at midnight that the man was afraid and turned himself. And behold, the woman lay at his feet. Boaz saw Ruth laying at her feet because Ruth's mother-in-law had told Ruth what to do. And she had done it. If you want to marry, you should be obedient to some people. In your life, you have to. Next verse. And he said, who art thou? And he answered. And she answered, I am Ruth thine handmaid. Spread therefore thy skirt over thine handmaid, for thou art a near kinsman. Next verse, verse 10. And he said, Blessed be thou of the Lord, my daughter, for thou hast showed more kindness in the latter end than at the beginning, inasmuch as thou followest not young men, whether poor or rich. Are we seeing it? It's in the Bible. It says, you, you, have, you have showed more kindness in the latter end than at the beginning. In as, this is the kindness that you have shown. This is your virtuosity. This is your goodness as a girl, as a lady. He says, you have not followed, not, you followed not young men. You've not followed young men. Whether poor or rich. Some people follow young men who are poor because they, can, they have power sex. Power steering. Yeah, a tumpine type of. Insistual type of. I, horsepower. 70 horsepower. Sometimes you see a lady following a foolish but you wonder, what is going on? When he smokes the way and he's with me in bed, he can go for three hours. That's, you've learned that. That's what you have learned. Aquatist. That's what you have learned. It's amazing. He says, you have, you have what? You have showed more kindness in the latter end than at the beginning. In as much as thou followest not young men, whether poor or rich. Some young women follow some young men because of riches. You want to sit in a car. What is car? You want to sit in air condition. What is air condition? If you have iPhone 13, if you live your life as you are supposed to, you will get your iPhone 13. Why do you need iPhone 13 at, at this time in your life? Now, why? What, what is it going to do for you? I went for a meeting, one of our church meetings somewhere. When we finished the meeting, one of the ladies approached me and said she needed to talk to me. I said, okay, let's talk. She said she's living in a certain house that someone, a boy has rented for her. You know, and because her family, there's, no, there's nothing good in her family and all of that. So this boy has rented this house for her, a two-bedroom house. And now the boy is pursuing to sleep with her. And I said, so what are you expecting? What do you expect? You have collected it. It's time to pay up. What do you mean? She said, but pastor, I don't want to sleep with him and all of that. I don't know. Either. Then I said, if you don't want to sleep with him, then leave the house and go, go and sleep in church. Go and sleep in church. Why? Why? Why do you need all these things? Why do you need to have a certain type of life? I mean, there's another young lady in church who is now married, who slept in church for six months, lying on, on, on the tiles. She would just, don't you remember? She would just put a cloth there and then lie on it for six months. No pillow, no place to bath. She will, she will put, she will open the drum, the barrel, the, the head of the lid of the barrel, and stand on it and bath on the lid of the barrel, and then pour the water into the toilet and flush it. That was how she was living for six months. Now she's happily married with, in a, in a four bedroom house, beautiful house, ACs, air conditions everywhere. Yeah. If you are not patient to wait on God, and you have to make some choices now because we don't have, you've not learned to be abased. You have to learn to be abased. Yes. Now she has a little iPhone, what? Is it 13 Pro? iPhone 13 Pro Max or whatever. She has it. She has some. 
without having to sleep with anybody, without having to do certain things, do certain styles, doing, doing certain styles, Caesar style, Pagum style, monkey style, scorpion style, without having to do any of those things. Hey! She was pressured. Oh, she was pressured. I, I remember. So many stories. Pressured on a lot of levels. She's a very beautiful girl. She could have agreed. Pressured on a lot of levels. Men have whatever, this one, this one, he was. She married somebody who didn't have anything at that time. They, they, when they got married, their first night in their house was on a student mattress. They slept on a student mattress for about two or three months before they got a proper bed. Now, the, the same man is married to, they are in a four bedroom house, beautiful condition everywhere. I phoned Pro Max. The day I went to the house, when I sat in the house, I said, Hey, God has blessed you. Look at your hall. Your hall is nice, about Yeah. If you are not ready to move from one level to another, you are, you are not ready. You are not ready. You will end up dying. Yes. These big men, most of them have HIV. And most of them are ritualists. They are going to use you very soon. When they feel so, let me clean, let me clean your underparts. Then they use a handkerchief to clean it. They have just cleaned your womb away. Finish. Womb gone. You marry. You can't have children. Now you are looking for pastor to pray for you. You are just worrying pastor for nothing. Thank God that pastors are now learning to have prophetic eye. When you come and you say, let me, let me then you say, hmm, I can see. Five years ago, you did this, and you did that. You need to fast and pray for a lot. It's not me who fast for you. You need to fast and pray for a long time. What do you mean? Everybody must bear their own bed. Who do you iPhone? Yeah. Hallelujah. Now, this is Boaz's confession about Ruth. So everybody knew her. You be so, you would think that nobody's watching you. You would think that nobody's watching, nobody's seeing what is going on. When you are standing in certain places and when you are in certain places, you think that nobody's watching. People are watching you. People are watching you. Yes. Next verse. Look at the next verse. And now, my daughter, fear not. I will do to thee all that thou requires for all the city of my people that know that thou art a virtuous man. Every the whole city. Everybody knows that, Charlie. This girl. Charlie, you no go feed do things. You can't touch her anyhow. You can't touch it. I was being told about a girl who has slept with uh, someone's father, slept with the guy, uh, slept with the guy's uncle, and was coming to come and marry the boy. She was coming to marry. She was not even shy. You too, you remember? She was coming to come and marry the boy. Father, uncle, the boy. And now he, she's, she's marrying the boy. The, the father, the, the boy's father's mother died and she was at the funeral. Like representing for introduction. What are you talking about? What do you mean? You, you think nobody knows that? Like they themselves, they know who you are. They will not accept you into the family. What do you mean? Yeah. Clearly. Maybe something is under your eyes. Something is under your eyes. Hey, it's serious though. You are a young man. If you impregnated uh, the lady, you've impregnated the mother. Yeah, someone here, yeah, someone impregnated the the, the 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 daughter and then the the, the mother. How the children relate? It's a champion, banana. It's all over the place. Like you can't control your feelings. I mean, what kind of a person? Are, what kind of what, what kind of person are you? If you can't control your, you can't control. You should be able to control yourself. Manage your feelings. In preparation, you manage your feelings. Your penis is up. You say, brother, you sing for him. Twinkle, twinkle, little stars, how I wonder what you are. 
You sing to him to bed. I mean, go to bed. Go to bed. Put it inside your ties and then sleep. What do you mean? It's like whenever it's up, it must enter somewhere. What do you mean? Hey. You see that you marry, and marriage is nothing. It's not, it's, there's no fear. There's no fear that something can happen to you. God will judge you, or your wife will leave you, or your children, you end up losing your children. I mean, I heard one man on TV saying that he, can't, he doesn't know where his children are now. I mean, you should see the girls he was flowing with many years ago when he had money. That's all over the place. How can your children... You are, you are, don't you think... You, you, when your father... You know your father is doing something. Are you not... It's like it's not... You don't like it. Don't do you like it. Your father is all over the place. Even your own friend cry. Your father wants to... He's trying to do some things. Do you know what I'm talking about? You don't know what I'm talking about. I mean, look at how... You feel embarrassed. So how come you, you are growing up to become like that? Why? Why do you, The one who... Your father was making your mother cry all the time. Your mother was always complaining to you. Coffee. Mr. Papa, dear, father. Yeah, I mean, the guys and the, we hear our mothers complain. Don't you hear your mother complain? That's why you're closer to your mother. Yes. If you are not careful, your mother too can turn you diametrically in opposition to your father. Yeah. Because of the things they'll say to you, as though they have never done anything wrong. But that's another subject. Not for tonight. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, learn to handle yourself. Everybody has feelings. Everybody has feelings. Before you realize you have done five abortions. You have killed so many people. You have killed presidents. You have killed parliamentarians. You have killed some uh, mechanic somewhere. You have killed a pastor. You have killed all of them on your own. But you're not learning to control yourself. Well, you are, you're a medra. Turn to your closest, the closest person and say, Hello, medra. <laughs> yeah, you have become a medra. I mean, what produces children is what you are interested in. This thing produces children. Oh. You have to think, I mean, you should be able to think about it more, more deeply than you do. I don't know if you get it. Yeah, because it produces children. Children are heritage from the Lord. What produces children is what you are engaging in and terminating. You can terminate the child. You can do whatever. In the Bible, Proverbs 27, what? 20. Let's read it. Proverbs 27, 20. In the Bible, a man called Onan took his penis out of the woman and spilled it out. God got angry with him and killed him. You say, oh, let's do it raw. I'll take it out. I'll pull out. Pull out method. You keep pulling out. Pulling out. Pulling out. God is watching you. Hell and destruction are never full, so the eyes of a man are never satisfied. The eyes of a man are never what? Satisfied. Yeah. Why did we quote the scripture anyway? No matter what you have, no matter what you see, the natural man is never satisfied. So there's always room for more. Never satisfied. You need to control yourself. If you don't control yourself, you're in trouble. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians chapter 4. I mean, we are in a generation where it's like sex is nothing. It is something. God has something. Maybe you don't, you don't respect God. You don't honor God. That's why. Yes. 
But if you respect God and you honor God, you will be careful about those things. God says this one, no. You say this one, how come God, God didn't choose any other thing to say is bad than this one? That we all like. Ah, God. Oh, feel free. Hey, it comes with too many problems. Last, last is wicked. Last is what to drive you to the edge of a cliff. And then open your eyes for you to see that you're at the edge of the cliff. Laugh at you and kick you. <laughs> Do you get it? That is last. It's very wicked. Yeah. To drive you to the edge of a cliff nicely. And then take the blindfold off for you to see where you are standing. The edge of a cliff. And then smile at you and laugh at you and then kick you. When you are struggling as a result of the problems of last, you will see that last is not there anymore. Yes. It's not there anymore. Uh, to put you in a dilemma, you realize actually it's not going well. It's a problem. First Thessalonians chapter 4. Sunday I'll do the other part of um, those who are ready. Some of you are ready, but you are afraid. First of all, you are struggling sexually. And the Bible says that, you, you, you see, the Bible says that, let me show it to you. First Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1. It says something, it says, because of fornication, marry. Now concerning the things whatever you wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. It is good, but it is not possible. For a man not to touch a woman. This is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, it can be avoided. Let every man have his own wife. And let every woman have her own husband. You realize that you are, you are not an eunuch. You are 30. You have feelings. Things are knocking things. Pressure is in your ties. It's in your groin area. I mean, that's... Why well, ask us to show? That's what I'm trying to say. Why ask us to show? How do you say that in English? It's not easy for you. Yeah. And you are looking at so many things. I don't have money. You know you're supposed to marry. You know that you want to marry. But then you start giving yourself unnecessary excuses. I don't have money. I don't have this. I don't have a car. I don't have... You see, the guys are making that excuse. And the ladies are also creating those excuses. I don't want somebody who doesn't have a car. Do you see? Yeah. Oh, message of this. Let's read it. Message version. The ladies are creating those excuses. For us, for the guys, with your Instagram posts and your, your WhatsApp statuses. You went to a restaurant to eat. You are someone who's ready. You are ready. Now you, can, you know that you are ready. Yet you are, you are, you are not creating, you are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are creating, you are projecting yourself as a very dangerous person. Like we can't afford. You may fear, you may fear God. You may have all those things, but what you are portraying is too much. Fridays have all 
for, and for outings, for enjoyment. Hey, me too in my books, Fridays are for all night. <laughs> Friday, Fridays are for moving pick. Maybe the person has not even gone there, but that is, that is the one who is interested in you and wants to have a life with you. But you keep proje- projecting something that you don't even actually have. You don't actually have. You don't really have it. A friend took you there or something. Every food, you take a picture. Every food. You take a picture. And then put it up. Dear future husband. Ah. And all your future husbands are reading. Hey. Mr. The, the person will think that you are very some very wild person. Meanwhile, that is not how you are. That is not how you are. Do you see? The person comes close. You are confused. The person. The person comes close. Realize that you are a very good, wonderful lady. You are down to earth. Everything is fine. But then when he checks your status, you see. And these days, if you want to know who a person is, you read the person's status. Is it true? A lot of us are our lives are on status. It's not good, but that is what is happening now. Hmm. You portray some things. We are talking, and then you say, "Hey, media, if the shoe is not the shoe is not uh, five hundred cities, I can't wear it." Oh, with what? If the shoe does not have my name under it, I'm not going to wear. Hey, who should write? Should I, should I use knife to write it, or who will write it on the on the shoe? Who should do? Who should do it? You keep posing for pictures, a lot of pictures. With I mean, like. It's like you're not ready to be a wife. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You, know, you see, when you're a wife, you must be hidden in a certain way. Yeah. Do you know Akatesia? Yakata Wesie, like we have covered you and, and hidden you. That's what Akatesia means. Covered and hidden. But you're just exposing things. You're, you are not a bad girl, but your breasts are out on social media. Yeah. All the time. Boys, will you guys really want to marry someone whose breasts are all over the place? Everybody has seen some. You are releasing, you are always revealing your ties. You take pictures with your short pants. Short pants are for your, are for your house. Wear it and walk in your house. It's not for outside. And you wear it everywhere. You are wearing short, short pants and you are taking pictures and your, the juice in the ties is drying up. All the juice, all the juice in the ties is finishing. Every lady has juice in the ties. It's all finishing with your, it's finishing. Mosquitoes are chewing the, the juice. Ah. <laughs> Certainly, but only within a certain context. It's good for a man to have a wife and for a woman to have a husband. Sexual drives are strong. You see, the Bible says sexual drives are what? Strong. But marriage is strong enough to contain them and provide for a balance, my friend. <laughs> and provide for a balanced and fulfilling sexual life in a world of sexual disorder. Can you imagine? Did you, did you see it? Yeah. Let me read it again. You were laughing, so you didn't see it. Certainly, but only within a certain context. It's good for a man to have a wife and for a woman to have a husband. Sexual drives are strong, but marriage is strong enough to contain them and provide for a balanced, fulfilling sexual life in a world of sexual disorder. We're in a world of sexual disorder. Yes, so many, Charlie. Small girl, 16, the person has so much experience. You know, fine. Sixteen has done two abortions. Oh, he has more experience than what the books. It's amazing. Wow. You see, when you're a guy, 
looks for respect in, in marriage. That's, what it, that's the most important thing for a guy. Second to it is sex. Okay, sometimes it, it even changes. All those who change it and put sex first always have problems. Huh. It's respect and then sex. But for a lady, it is love. Including communication. So it's love, communicate. If you love me, you communicate with me. Before sex. But for a lady, it's not, I mean, when, haven't you seen people whose husbands have died and they are very happy? Have you seen some? They are very happy. Or they will not show it at the funeral. They will cry. But after a year or two, you realize that they are, they are not marrying again. Why are you not marrying? Oh, <laughs> why, why should I marry? Finally, I've had my freedom. I have children. I have all these things. There's no need to, for opening and closing and all of those things in the night, worrying people, worrying me. In the night. I mean, they are very happy. They are okay. They can stay for a long time without having a boyfriend or whatever. They are okay. Is it true? Yeah. But for a guy, it, it doesn't work. Yeah. So you need to prepare yourself. A guy should prepare himself to learn how to communicate with a lady and allow a lady to, to, ha- to be happy around you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Hallelujah. So you are growing. You, are, you realize that you are, you, are, you are on the verge. Like, you need to marry. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. If, if you delay, you are delaying a lot of things in your life. If you delay, you are delaying a lot of things in your life. And if you're a lady, stop showcasing unnecessary things. You are scaring a lot of people. You are scaring a lot of people away. Yes, all your potentials. Sometimes you can dress nice, but be very careful how you dress as a lady. Even in dressing nice, be very smart about it. Look nice, but don't look scary. Seductive and scary. You understand? These are two things. Seductive, you're attracting me for the wrong reason. You're attracting a lot of people for the wrong reason. Like you're a sexual figure. Do you understand? The second one is, you are too scary. <laughs> you have packaged yourself in a scary manner. Nobody can really come close. Just because of the way you've dressed. You are, you are, you are looking too expensive. You know you can dress to look very expensive. You know what I'm talking about? You can look very expensive. That some people can't come around and befriend you, become friends with you. You are looking too expensive. Too high up. You are not, there's no humility inside the system. Your dressing is not communicating humility. <laughs> Your dressing is communicating cocoa tea type of. Please, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. I think at this chance I would like my, my wife to also say something. Yeah. I think Pastor has said a lot of things. I've actually been blessed by what you've been saying. You know, because in this day and age, it's, it's, it's scary what is happening around. In John 10.10, 10, the Bible says that the devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And he has, it's like he's really 
on for this generation. Okay, there's so many wrong things going on and they are fighting for it to be right, for it to be normal, for it to look like there's nothing about it. What is the big deal, you know? And it's scary because there are consequences and the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new under the sun. So this sex thing that is just all over the place. Abstinence is the thing. Abstinence. The be faithful, all those things, they don't work. They don't work. It's sometimes it's the, the, the system of the world just trying to control the narrative. Okay, there's something called Big Pharma. He wants to sell his condoms. He wants to make money. So they'll, they'll, they'll make adverts and they'll do things so that people will just buy into it. They want, they'll say that, oh, if you have um, sex with condoms, it's okay, it's not a big deal. So then they say it so much. Then it's like, oh, it's not a big deal. If I have it, um, sex with condom, it's okay. But then you go and have the sex with the condom and you realize, oh, I really didn't enjoy myself much. So then you do away with the condom anyway. Some people also continue. But there's a system of this world that as Christians we should know and should be aware and should not be ignorant of. There is a system of this world. The devil is the prince of the power of the air. Okay? And he controls the system of this world. As a child of God, you have to know what God says to be able to live in this present age and decide that the Bible is going to be my guide no matter what. So whatever you hear outside, compare it to what is in the Bible to keep your mind straight. That's the only way. Because the fact that the president makes something legal doesn't make it right. Do you understand? There are hidden agendas all over. The fact that some professor came and said, oh, it's, it's, it's normal, doesn't make it right. What does the Bible say? Now, so many strange things. Do you know that now in America, they say that in some states, they have legalized stealing. You can steal up to a certain amount. Yes. Up to a, if you, have, you, you steal and it's not up to $1,000, you will not be arrested. It's like madness. So the person who owns the shop, if everybody comes and steals $500, $500, what, what, what will happen to the shop? I sat by and said, hey, what is going on? So many crazy things. That's now you can abort a nine-month-old baby in New York. You see, so they started with, oh, the fetus is not a, a human being. And then they said, okay, after maybe four months or five months, you can't abort a baby. Nine months. And it is legal in New York. Because they said that it is female body rights, something funny like that. A full human being. No, it's legal. doesn't make it right. It's madness. So it should tell you something about the systems of this world. And they may say it so often, so often. I say, ah, well, maybe it's okay, it sounds, but there's something wrong with it. 
it is not in line with the word of God. You always have to check it. Always have to check it. Look at betting. It is taking away, boys are betting away their school fees, hostel fees. Hey, a lot of things are happening. It's like, it's like the devil has just opened some crazy doors. Like all manner of nonsense is just being thrown out. And right now, this gay thing is trying, they are trying to push it down our throats. So bad. Today something happened there, and it, it, I was, my son, <laughs> you know, nowadays they are showing a lot of female, to, uh, the, the cartoons, a lot of female heroes, you know, so much, so much. So my son said, Oh, I want Elsa toy. I said, No, Elsa toy is for, is for boys. They said, No, I saw a boy holding some of the Elsa toy. Then I said, Okay, I just kept quiet. And I, re- I realized that they can just do it like that. Okay, a boy is doing this. So that means a boy can do this. And that is it. They have destroyed your child forever. I said, what is wrong with these people? They are taking it down. As simple as that was. For me, it spoke volumes to me. Because that means that they can do something. A boy doing it. And then the, your son, who doesn't understand, you say that, oh, boys do it because I, this boy did it. They're just destroying a whole generation. Now, as a Christian, you have a responsibility of developing yourself spiritually. There's no excuse for it nowadays. There's no excuse for it. There's no excuse for it. Praying, studying the word, all the things that we are being taught, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. If you don't do it, you are in trouble. You won't even be sensitive enough to know that there's something wrong with this. It is actually very scary out there. It is so scary. Let us not force you. Have you fasted? Have you prayed? Have you read your Bible? It is, it is nonsense. Nobody should force you to do that. Have you fasted? Personal fastings, so that the word of God can open up to you, so that you can get to know, because that's where our inheritance is. If you don't know it, the devil will play with you. The devil will ride you like a horse. You'll be shocked at what he'll do to you. The devil doesn't like any of us here. He doesn't like any human being. He's not your friend. He is not your friend. And if he gets you, he will destroy you. Because you are the apple of God's eye. So the spiritual exercises, please, don't play with them. All these things are dependent on it. All these things the pastor is talking about are dependent on it. Reading the word, deciding to take the word for yourself. You know, pastor was talking about character. Okay, this morning, I was reading my U version on my um, iPhone. And I think they do, they have these morning devotion things on it. I, did, I never really took notice of it. But today the scripture there, you know, jumped up to me. Colossians 3.12. Can we put it up? For? Sorry. Put on therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering. Go to 13. 
forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. Do not be a Christian like some of our mothers and our fathers were. Do you know that people say that, oh, a lot of people go to church, but there's so much corruption because there's too much religion. You know, sometimes your parents would even mind you just coming to the church door and turning back. Oh, okay, sorry. Am I lying? That's basically your, oh, it's like you came and you were, you were marked present. That was basically all that was needed that I came to church. But because of that, look at what is happening in our system. Some of you didn't even want to be Christians because of what you saw around. Because they didn't know the word and they couldn't put it into practice. But this, this scripture, when I saw it, I was like, wow, this is, this is Christianity. The Bible is telling me that as a Christian, I should, I should put on bowels of mercy, kindness. You know, this thing came to me because you know, so many things had happened, you know, within a few, a space of, you know, a few days and some things. And I was like, you know what? How many of you pray for your brethren in this place when the person has a problem? It's not as if the person has told you, but then you realize that this person has this problem. For example, if this person is rude or this person is what? Like those, those, those character issues. You know, not the so-called big issues, but those little things. This person is a gossip. Or this person is going through something. The person hasn't told me, but I know it. But I'll pray for this person. How many of you do that? Unless the person is a friend or so. Am I lying? That is not Christianity. Even as a friend, some people prefer gossiping, talking about it. And meditate. I, I find it very strange that you can meditate on somebody's weakness. I think it is very, uh, it derives you of life. It is very antichrist, if I should put it that way. Now, you have seen that the, there's a deficiency in that person. As a Christian, the first thing you do is to pray for that person. That whatever that person is going through, God does something about it. If we're doing that, everybody will be fine. We're loving one another. Everybody will be fine. But I realized that the talking was too much for me. My head, my head, my head was aching. That you can't pray for your... I know sometimes a person will hurt you. A person will be, you know, mean to you. But pray for the person. You don't know where the person is coming from. You don't know what the person had before the person came in. You don't know. You don't know. So why don't you just, you know, benefit of a doubt? I always choose the better than the worst. You never know. And pray for that person. There's somebody who is on your neck, always bullying you. Pray for that person. That person has a big problem at home. Most people who hurt people are hurt. Hurt people hurt people. So, please, ask the character. That was one of the things, you know. 
if you don't check your character, if you have those womanish things, and you have those maleish things, the general status quo things, you also flow very well with them, then you are in trouble. You may even get a godly somebody, but you may not be able to maintain it. You may not be happy because of the womanish and the maleish. Understand what I'm saying? There are status quos. There are generalized statements that people make. All men are cheats. All women are what? They, they say those, some funny things. They, 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 they are bothersome. They like money. You can't trust women. Like, there are some general things. Men cannot be trusted. Now, even women cannot, and other women cry, they are, they are wild. No, do you understand? There are some natural status quos. Don't flow into them as a Christian, no. Women are gossips. Males are bigger gossips, actually. You know, but like I'm just saying, don't flow into the natural status quo. That is not Christian. And it won't help you. For some people, it's so bad that it destroys their marriages. For some people, it's like just being critical of everybody and everything. And this is how I am. Like Pastor said, you're in trouble. Who are you to be criticizing? Have you taken the log out of your eye that you are going to take the move from somebody's eye? The, the, the Bible says everything. There's a log. A log is a big wood in your eye. And you, you are looking at somebody's move. Somebody's small one. That's the one that the speck in somebody's eye. That's what you are looking at. So this is a very important forum, okay? These things and the sex thing. Your body is God's temple. Don't let the devil deceive you, please. You have the liberty to do anything you want. Me, I won't tire you. I don't have time. I won't come and tie you. I won't come and beat you. But you are just destroying your life. Personally. And you, are res- you will be held responsible for it. You may have gone through something in the past. That is actually fueling a certain behavior. Come and let us help you. Come and let us help you. If you have to pray for deliverance, let us do so. Do you understand? Because I know that people have gone through things. And sometimes it gives them a certain wrong ideology. That is what the devil does. Bad things can happen to good people. It's because we are in a fallen world. It's not because it was your fault. Some people have been abused. Yes, it can, it can make your mind go a certain way. It can destroy you. If you have that and you think it is worrying you, come and let us help you. Don't keep it and go a certain way and say, that's for me. You don't know what I've been to. So this is how I am. Or this is what I'm going to do. If I get any man, I will, I will make them pay for what all men are wicked. All men are liars. All, you know, you are destroying yourself. You will not be happy at the end of the day. You will never be happy. Hallelujah. Yeah, so this is a very important forum. The spiritual aspect of this is it's like 100%. Spend time to pray. Don't rush. Don't go after these things. iPhone 13, iPhone. Look, the only thing you can do with it properly is just take a picture. All the other features, you don't know what to use it for. 
And I'm not sure when that, where you put it on your status, whether people comment. I don't know me. I don't do status, so I don't know. So people go into the bathroom and then they take a picture of the phone. Then the mirror will show which one it is and all those things. Uh-huh. I don't know. And then when they, when they gave you the fans for two days, what happened? <laughs> it's finished. It's very sad. Trying to, there's something called, um, so there are three things. There's the last of the flesh, the last of the eyes, and pride of life. Now there's a certain, there's pride of life. Pride of life. All these people who steal money to look a certain way and to feel a certain way. People's opinions, it's pride of life. Falsely inflated self-importance. Nobody really cares. Because everybody is important, actually. The fact that Jesus died for everybody lets you know that every single person is important. Every single soul is important. Whether, wherever they are, believe you me, everybody is important. As you get to know God, you realize that, look, whether you were born in a castle or you were born under the bridge, you realize that every human being is important. And you, your own, it was just by grace. Wherever it is, you are not better than anybody. So humble yourself. Say it's humbleness of mind. Humble yourself and love one another. This is part of maturity. So if you love your husband like that, you respect that person. So these are qualities of a Christian that you have to imbibe. Hallelujah. So this is the little that I have to see. Pastor, I said it all. But this is something that was on my heart I just wanted to share with everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to ask questions. Or oh, you are not interested. Some of you came from far. I, I know some of our... I'm seeing some people from Kanishi Church. Um, it's Friday, eh? Okay, so you can stay for a longer time. Yeah, so I'll give you an opportunity to ask questions. Hallelujah. But the last thing I wanted to share with you, um, which affects both sides, whether you are a single person in preparation or a single person who's ready, um, is what I was going to start with, which is Genesis chapter 24. If you remember, do you remember? I was mentioning Genesis 24. Um, from verse 2. He says, And Abraham said unto his eldest servant of his house, that ruled over all that he had, Put, I pray thee, thy hand under my thigh. Next verse. And I'll make this swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that thou shalt not take a wife unto my son and the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I dwell. Do you remember? Yeah. Next verse. But thou shalt go unto my country and to my kindred and take a wife unto my son Isaac. Next verse. And the servant said unto him, Peradventure, the woman will not be willing to follow me. Maybe when I go, the woman that I find will not be willing to follow me. All the way from the land of the Chaldeans to Canaan. Must I needs bring thy son again unto the land from whence thou camest? Do I have to take Isaac back to the land of the Chaldeans? And Abraham said, Be careful. Next verse. And Abraham said unto him, Beware that thou that 
Beware thou, that thou bring not my son thither again. Don't be, be very careful. Don't even think about it. Don't bring my son. Don't take my son back to the land of the Chaldeans. Next verse. The Lord God, this is what I want you to see, okay? The Lord God of heaven, which took me from my father's house and from the land of my kindred, and which spake unto me, and that swear unto me, saying unto thy seed will I give this land. He shall send his angel before thee, and thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence. The Lord God of heaven, which took me from my father's house, and from the land of my kindred. The final thing I want to say to you for both sides is that you need to learn to trust this God who brought you into salvation and has taken care of you all these years and has helped you all these years. God is faithful. Hello? God is what? God is faithful. God is faithful. Abraham said, the God who took me from my father's house. If you're a lady here and you realize you're ready to marry and you are not getting a certain kind of response, remember that God is faithful. He says, the angel of the Lord, he shall send his angel before thee and thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence. In other words, an angel will be sent from God to make preparations for you. Trust God that God has made preparations for you. The same God who brought you into salvation and has led you and guided you into the various aspects of your life, helped you with your academics. You remember when you were trying to pass your exams that you couldn't pass, that you prayed to God, God, help me pass. The same God who helped you pass that exam and opened the doors of opportunity for you to be employed or to do something or to have a business to do. The one who has guided you and helped you all this while will also guide you and help you along this line of marriage. So trust in God, who is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. And he will honor your prayer. He will honor your request. He will honor your desire. Hallelujah. So don't be, don't be afraid. Don't fret. Don't start counting the years. Hey, I am 45 now. Who's coming to marry me? I am 35 now. Who's coming to marry me? I'm 25 now. Who's going to do this for me? Recently, I met a lady who uh, has been to our church a number of times. And she told me that she's getting married. I said, ah, how can you be getting married? She comes to church here. So I, saw, I said, hey, it's been a long time since I saw you. How are you? Oh, Pastor, I'm getting married. When are I getting married? I'm getting married on, 20, on 23rd December. I said, ah, who knows? Nobody knows. Eh, why doesn't anybody know? How do you, who's marrying you? Somebody from America. I said, have you met him before? Oh, I've never seen him physically before. Ah, so why are you marrying him? My uncle uh, hooked us up. And we've been talking on WhatsApp, chatting on Instagram and Facebook and whatever. And he's coming down to come and come in uh, for us to marry. I said, hey, do you even know him? No, I don't know him. So how come you are marrying? Uh, I'm marrying. Hey. You see? She's grown tired of the Lord. She's grown tired of waiting on God. So now anything is fine. Anything. Don't get to that place. God is faithful. God is what? The same God who opened the Red Sea for the children of Israel to pass through and brought 
Joseph out of prison and made him prime minister, will bring you out of the seeming challenge of not having somebody to marry into being gloriously married. God is faithful. Tell the nearest brother or sister by you, God is faithful. So trust God. And he will take a wife or a husband for you. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Is it a powerful thing? Beautiful. Give the Lord a shout if you are in the church. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.